Hello, hunters, and welcome to the Ultimate Fictional Character Podcast. I'm Matt Acevedo. And I'm Christian Humes. Christian, we have, uh, this is a, our, the final one of our bonus episodes before we start season two. Yeah, sort of like in between season episodes. Yeah, this is going to be a really fun one. Um, this is, like, we are going to be ranking all the characters from season one from 64 all the way up to number one. Yeah. Well, we already know who first and second is. So that was, right. if you have just joined us for our first time, we generally pit different characters against each other. But today we're going to do something a little different. We're going to talk about some possible, uh, we have basically one ch- slight change to the format for season two. Um, and we have a couple of announcements to make. We'll probably do those at the top. And then we're going to actually take all those losers because some people never won a match. So they're the bottom half of characters. Then the characters who won matches, like there's no ranking for them. We yeah. really only know who first and second place is. But even then, the other two who made it to the final four, we don't know who's third, who's fourth. So yeah. we're going to rank all of them today. Heck yeah. Uh, and boy, oh boy, are we going to rank them. Yeah, <laughs> which will be even crazier after the next season when we get to add another 64 characters to the ranking. And then we have a 128 character list of the ultimate fictional and characters. It's bigger and bigger and bigger. Heck yeah. Um, okay, so... Uh, I have a number of announcements. So we did talk, if you're a listener and you've been with us for a while, you may have heard us talk about a Patreon. We originally intended on that being there from the beginning, but we found um, most people are just going to listen to our show instead of watch it. So we we are audio only again now. We will have the audio files uh, available as a video format if you want to listen to it on Mm -hmm. YouTube, Um, but we're not going to be filming them anymore. What we are going to do, though, is we're going to have two tiers and it's going to be one and five dollars yes so if you're a one dollar supporter and these are really just to help us support the show to pay for um a we have to travel a lot to record uh yeah we also like have guests that come on which we would love to sometimes it's hard to get some of these people some of them require uh their time to be paid Mm -hmm. uh you know like we would love to be able to like make it worth people's while you know to we're come talking on. like really really cool people yes exactly um, in the biz as they say absolutely and then of course just to support the show um because it costs money to do this mm-hmm. so for one dollar you're gonna get the post show at the end of every episode we're always like gushing over like what happened and like talking about it really quick so we're gonna keep the show recording we're gonna you know not stop the recording where we normally would and uh just keep going for an extra couple minutes And you guys will get access to that. It's just like a few extra minutes. It's $1 a month um, for every week you get that post show. And we're going to thank everyone who's a supporter. Yeah, exactly. Uh, And then for $5, you get everything you get for the $1 support. But we're also going to have some merch. We'll probably have a sticker, maybe a shirt. Um, That'll be up there by the time that you're hearing this. And uh, this all this is actually going to start with season two. Yes. Um, So that's next week. And then there's the bonus episode. We're going to do a bonus episode a month. So we had talked originally last season about the loser bracket being the bonus episodes. That's what we're going to do. But those will be Patreon only. Um, And if there's a month where we don't have a division loser bracket, we're going to do something similar to where we did our worst fictional character. We're going to, you know, find something fun to pit characters against each other. That's a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, it was very different. (laughs) Very, very different. Yeah. Um, And then the really cool thing is, so, again, if you would like to, everyone gets to do this at least once, um, you can share our show already and get a character name put in the bucket. But there's no guarantee, especially with, you know, hundreds of names in the bucket that yours will come up. But So we're going to have a Patreon-only bucket. And one name, once that gets started after, you know, this is up and running, 
one name every week will get pulled from the patron only bucket. And if you're a $5 subscriber, you get to put a name in. Once yours gets pulled, you can put a new one in as well. Yep. So uh, it really like improves the chances of one of your names coming up. So uh, and that's it for now. We're doing that's, it, man. It's yeah. awesome. And that's kicking off again in the next episode, which is next week with Stephen Rain Morris. And we're just, we're doing it, man. It's great. Yeah. So check it out, man. And then the other announcement is, so we really need to, we've done a really good job. I think we figured out format wise, like how to limit how often it turns out like, well, this character's done all these things. So we, we, we're gotten a lot better of just focusing on also personal traits of the character so that, you know, Professor X can't win just because like every time a comic book or an anime character comes up, they're going to dominate, Yeah, you know? So what we do still need is a way to differentiate these characters and we're sort of gridlocked on a decision. And as people know, and I feel like it's our secret flavor of the show is our thought provoking questions, our thought experiments, right? Like mm-hmm. who do you want to go to a bar with? Who would be great for divorce court if you had to go on the amazing race, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to have a little, we have a little box and it's going to have all these index cards. This was originally thought of as like a tiebreaker, but we never implemented this idea because it was also inherently against the concept of the show. We didn't want to be in an argumentative stage. Yeah. We want to try and work together to find the right answer. So we never went to it. So instead, we're going to repurpose that to have all of those thought experiment questions in this little box. So whenever we need one, we can randomly pull one out. And we're not trying to come up with one. Because whenever we do come up with one on the spot, oftentimes they're too geared towards one of the characters and it's too specific. So I think having these random I think thought experiments yeah, yeah i think that'd be really fun it'd be cool to hear what other people think you know what i mean because we're in the moment we're already so wound up and stuff like that you know we're, we're already in it yes so it'd be nice to get like an outside source yes yeah um and then finally at the end of this ranking which we're about to start momentarily we are going to pick the first four characters for season two Woo! and we'll find out if any of them are better than doctor who that's right it's cool we can say that that's yeah. so crazy well because the interesting thing i thought about is the winner of season two is also an ultimate fictional character. They're both ultimate fictional characters. They're both season champions. Yeah. But then we'll have to have the ultimate ultimate fictional character, right? Yeah. The winner of those will have to go against each other. That's not for a little while. We have a big journey ahead of us. So let's, before we go forward, take a look back at these characters. Oh, we have okay. a whole list. We're going to rank them. Uh, <laughs> it felt like there was going to be like a nice plug in. Like, like a montage like a, was yeah, going to yeah, play. Exactly. <laughs> like you looked at the TV like waiting for a, like, <laughs> like a clip show. Let's go back, man. Let's do this thing. Let's go down memory lane and see how we're going to rank these bad boys. All right, Matt, I sent you the oh, list oh, I got it. Yeah, of characters so that you can see them. So we're going to start at the bottom, the bottom 32 characters. And I understand like we might think some of these characters are better than people ranked higher than them. But the way it works is, you know, similar to like a sporting event. None of these 32 characters won a single match. So they are all equally tied for you know one win zero losses so they are the bottom 32 so we're going to order these and then we're going to go up from there uh i'll go through the list really quick we have mark watney green lantern that's john stewart the genie salem saberhagen john arbuckle samwise ganji captain steve hiller independence day uh geico gecko scorpion spyro jeeves from ass jeeves ken siler james bond ralphie parker from a christmas story krampus uh sasuke uchiha uh little caesar miss pac-man pork chop from doug captain morgan sydney bristow monkey d luffy captain planet william turner elizabeth eliza thornberry 
Katniss Everdeen, Captain N, Chuck E. Cheese, Elizabeth from Bioshock, GLaDOS, and G.I. Joe. These are the bottom 32 characters. That's insane. It's it gets get, easier after that. It gets a lot easier <laughs> after this. I think, um, Matt, off the top of your head, who do you want to like put at the bottom 10 of this oh, list? Oh, for sure, John. Okay, so John Arbuckle. Captain, Captain Morgan. Yep. Um, uh, I would say Captain N is actually a pretty bad character. I think Captain N. Um, the Geico Gecko. Mm, it's actually getting kind of hard. Um, okay, I would. Uh, let's see. Um, little Little Caesar. Yep. Miss Pac-Man. Pork Chop. Mm, and I would put GI Joe and Elizabeth from Bioshock. Is that ten? I think that's uh. Yeah, that's ten. All right. Yeah, it's getting nine. harder from nine there. here. Oh, nine. Um, and then I guess my tenth one. I would honestly say Chuck E. Cheese. Oh yeah, Chuck E. Cheese put him down there. I would say Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, Chuck E. Cheese. All right, so let's let's order these ten because I'm looking at this list and I don't think anyone else on this list on this bottom is worse than these ten. So I would actually agree with you as these being. Dude, John's the worst. I am gonna say it right now. You think John? What about Krampus though? Krampus was still was was yeah, a pretty he was interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. Fine. <laughs> So, you think John Arbuckle's worse than... I think Captain Morgan's worse than John Arbuckle. I was thinking that. You know what? You're right. Yeah. I would think Captain Morgan is worse than John because he, like, did... He was a really person. He was also just a person. ruthless person. Yeah. Yeah. So, I would go um, Captain Morgan, then John. So, 60. I would put G.I. Joe right above... I would actually... Yeah, I'll put G.I. Joe right... I don't know. G.I. Joe's barely a character. Yeah. I would actually put him below John Arbuckle as well. He's like barely actually even a character. Yeah, I put G.I. Joe underneath that too. And although I John say, Arbuckle's a sad sack, he's an interesting sad sack. Yeah. Um, Who else we got? Uh, maybe Geico Gecko next. Geico Gecko can go next. I think or more... would you put Little Caesar above or below Geico Gecko? Below. Um, okay. Geico Gecko above Little Caesar for sure. Okay, so I'll put those <clears throat> two. I would put Geico Gecko over Pac-Man too, Miss Pac-Man. Yeah, and I would put Geico Gecko above Captain N also. Oh, yeah. I hate Captain N, man. Yeah, I'll put him even below Little Caesar. Yeah. Where would you put Miss Pac-Man between Geico Gecko, Captain N, and Little Caesar? Oh, man. I would uh, say Miss Pac-Man's think, better than Little Caesar. Yeah, I think Miss Pac-Man, but I don't think she's better than the Geico Gecko. No. I think right below Geico Gecko. Do you think who's better, Porkchop or Geico Gecko? I think Geico I like Gecko. the Geico Gecko. I think I get more excited to see the Geico Gecko than I do Porkchop. But I think Porkchop's better than Miss Pac-Man. I do as well. Okay, cool. Um, Elizabeth from Bioshock. She's a super She's interesting, interesting character. I would put her above Geico Gecko. In yeah. fact, I would put the only person I might put above her is Chuck E. Cheese. You made a great argument for Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E., dude, he just wants to celebrate people's birthdays because he doesn't know his own. That guy surprised me. I would put Chuck E. Cheese cl- closer to the top. Okay, so let me read this to you. These are our bottom 10 currently. Oh, we did it already. This oh, that was fast. Currently than bottom 10. We still have this whole like <laughs> this got, whole 32 section. something more. This go. whole 32 section is one section. Yeah. We'll need to like look back at these, but like just to make it easier on ourselves. It's Chuck E. Cheese, Elizabeth, Geico Gecko, Porkchop, Miss Pac-Man, Little Caesar, Captain and John Arbuckle, G.I. Joe, Captain Morgan. That sounds, that sounds good to me. I actually, this is going to sound nuts. I think I want to move Captain N below John Arbuckle. No, I agree. Okay. Yeah. I think Captain I think that's, is, at least John is like, you know, you feel for him. You're like, oh, this poor, this yeah, poor guy. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. About Little Caesar, you know, he he brings pizza, so. 
Yeah. Um, yeah pizza pizza. Okay. And we had a good argument where he can like summon spears pizzas through his pizza. That's really, we really pushed for him on that one. Was that against Thor? I yes. who, yeah. yeah. I mean, he had to go up against Thor. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. So that was the bottom 10. Yes. Let's keep going this in this bottom uh, 64 to 33-64 bracket. Okay. Well, We're let's, at 53 now, right? Let's pick out the ones we think that are the best 10. So you pick five. I'll pick five. Um, okay. I'm, first of all, putting in the top 10, I'm putting Mark Watney. Mm, okay. I can tell you right now. He's definitely in my top 10 of these. I'm going to put James Bond. I put Monkey D. Luffy up there. Uh, right. Yes. I think Luffy deserves that. Um, I also think John Stewart, Green Lantern. Deserves to be up there. And Sydney Bristow. And Sydney Bristow, yeah. <clears throat> Samwise Gamgee. And, uh, yeah, oh, Samwise for sure. I, th- I think Samwise should be at the top. I think he's my number one. Of all of these? Okay. I think he should be like 30, whatever. Well, we'll, we'll order these. We'll order these. Um, um, we have six people here right now that we think are very good. Captain Planet. I think he's, he's okay. Okay. Well, we still we need four more. from Genie. The- you think Genie's better than Captain Planet? Yeah, he's more memorable. Interesting. I think so. What do you? Uh, well, you're gonna put Genie on there. I'm gonna put Captain Planet on that list. Um, Sasuke. Do we put Sasuke up there? No, we'll put him on. I think Sasuke deserves to be up there too. Yeah, we'll put him on. One more for ten. There's Katniss, Eliza Thornberry, Siler. Siler needs to be up there. All right, so these are the top ten. I think. Yeah, I think so. so too. Let's we'll come back to this top ten. Let's look at the middle bunch. Okay. So here's the middle bunch. You ready? Let's do it. It's Salem Saberhagen, Steve Hiller, Spyro, Scorpion, Jeeves, Ken, Ralphie Parker, Krampus, Will Turner, Eliza Thornberry, Katniss Everdeen, GLaDOS. I think Katniss Everdeen and GLaDOS are in the right spot at the bottom of that list. At the bottom? Uh, I think I would put Jeeves below them. I think Jeeves below them. I think Jeeves goes below them. I forgot about Jeeves. I think Jeeves is like worse than... I actually than... think Ken and Jeeves go below them. Yeah. You think Jeeves should go lower down? I think Jeeves should down. go lower, to be honest. I think, I think so, too. Way like, below Geico Gecko and... Yeah, I think so, too. We missed him. Yeah. He snuck in there. So let's put him... I would put him, honestly, below Little Caesar. Yeah, I, I do, too. I, I think he's very forgettable. Above or below John Arbuckle. <laughs> it's like, that's like our litmus. Below, <laughs> below. Below John Arbuckle. I really think Jeeves is okay. like a sucker. Above or below Captain N. Below. I Below. really don't think he's a Yeah, I think he's only better than G.I. Joe and Captain Morgan. Yeah, I agree. Okay. All right, so wow. Jeeves, Jeeves gets knocked way down. Yeah. Um. So there's... Ken uh, from Street Fighter? Yeah. He's he's okay. He's fine. Okay. I think Lado's is more interesting than him. I think Katniss is more interesting than him. I think Eliza Thornberry is. I think Will Turner is. I, I actually personally... No, I think Will Turner is more interesting than Eliza Thornberry. I think so, too. I think, um, yeah. I would put Krampus below GLaDOS and in between Ken. Yes, I think that's very true. I would also put Scorpion above GLaDOS, but below Katniss. I think he's a really interesting character, mm-hmm. but I do think Katniss is a more interesting and original character. He's just sort of like a demonic He's a presence. tortured soul. Yeah. Yeah, um, I agree with that. Steve Hiller, the savior of Independence Day. Okay, straight up, Steve Hiller, We he almost won. Yeah, he did really good. Would you put him... I would... I would put him towards the top of this middle section. I would too. I would put him above Spyro. I would put him above Spyro. And I, maybe the top of this middle section. Would you put him above or below Will Turner? Below. Okay, so I'm going to move Will Turner up. And Eliza Thornberry, what do you think? I, um, I think Eliza Thor- more. I think Eliza Thornberry goes below Steve Hiller. Okay. Personally. Yeah, I think so. 
This is a definitive list, by the way. This oh, is, yeah. This is like... When we're done here, this is like... These yeah, are the top is... 64 characters ever in order. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Until we add 64 more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so let me read you the middle section right now. Ready? Okay, yeah. Right now, it's Will Turner, Steve Hiller, Eliza Thornberry, mm-hmm. Salem, mm-hmm. Spyro, Ralphie. I think that needs to move. Katniss, Scorpion, GLaDOS, Krampus, Ken. It's close. Ralphie should move. I think Ralphie definitely needs to move. I would actually put him above Krampus. I don't know. Above or below GLaDOS? I think above GLaDOS. Because, look, yeah. you every year you revisit People Ralphie Parker. You know what yeah. I mean? He's awesome. Yeah. He's so annoying, though, too. Yeah. Um, he's so annoying. But that's what makes him great. Above or below Scorpion? I think I'm above. I think above. I agree. Yeah. I think Katniss is a better character than he is. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So that's where he's going to land is right there. Yeah. And the only other one I don't know about is Spyro. Hmm. I feel like we just don't... There's not, like, enough, like... I wasn't a big Spyro guy. Yeah. I'll put him, honestly, above Krampus. I think that that sounds... That fits to me. That works. You know what? Should Ken be below Krampus? I don't know. I don't think, I think so. You know what? I, I feel like Krampus is more iconic yeah than okay that's fair that's fair ken is always overshadowed by ryu that's fair okay so it's will turner steve hiller eliza salem saberhagen katniss everdeen ralphie parker scorpion glados spyro krampus ken yeah that does feel good Ooh, all right so i'm gonna add, good. i'm gonna put that above the very bottom part now we got to figure out the top part of this middle section okay uh so these were the best of the 32 we thought mark watney james bond sydney bristow monkey d luffy Green Lantern, Samwise Gamgee, Genie, Captain Planet, Sasuke, Siler. Honestly, the very bottom of these 10 for me, I would put Genie. I would, I, know you I would put Captain Planet, then Genie. I would be willing to do that. I, I think, think at yeah. least, look, Genie is still extremely iconic. When you're you right. go see Aladdin, you're there for the Genie, you're basically. Right. Well, um, give he's so take. annoying, though. But he did. As a kid, you loved it. Yeah, that's true. And I, as a kid, I didn't really care for Captain Planet. That's true. Uh, I think he's a better blue person. Okay. Well, then... He has better hair. I think Siler's better than both. I think Siler's a better... better. Who's person. better, Siler or Sasuke? The top... Mm, I think Sasuke's better. Okay. Because Siler becomes kind of like a crybaby. Not a crybaby, I mean, but like... You, Sasuke's you know, a little whiny. Sasuke doesn't really whine. He does. He broods. He broods. He broods, he which is just brood. like angry whining. Yeah. Right? Yeah, but I feel like he he comes back full circle in a That's way. That's true. Like he, well, the you know what he was doing and stuff. I thought he, I feel like he's a more iconic character. Um, I would put then above Sasuke. I would put Green Lantern. I don't think Green. I don't think John Stewart's better than Mark Watney or James Bond or Sydney or Monkey or Sam. Yeah, I agree. Like the, we're talking about great characters now. Yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, these were these were the ones that were like almost won. Correct. They almost like won their fight. These were. Yeah. Um, I think the top of that list. So we have the top. I would put top five. James Bond at the, or actually I think Samwise. I think Samwise at the top of that. I think so too. I I think Samwise is so great. And you hear Samwise and I just feel this glimmer of hope and like kind of like a spark of happiness. When I hear James Bond, I don't quite feel that, but I think James Bond should be in the top. Yeah. I would put Mark Watney at the bottom of these five. I agree. I think Monkey D. Luffy Above Sydney, then James Bond, then Samwise Gamgee. That's that's how I would do it. Um, I'll give you I'll give you Monkey better than than Sydney. I th- it's that's so tough for me 
but um, at the same time, you really it's you can't deny how important Monkey D. Luffy is. Yeah. So, um, cool. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. We're <laughs> dude. We're breezing through this. I feel like more people right. are gonna are gonna hate us for this list than the actual show. So I'm gonna <laughs> uh, I'm gonna read through these again. Um, and if you want to look at it, just so you can just make sure nothing jumps out at you. Okay. This is the bottom half. Right now, uh, I just, it's going to be, so this is from 33 to 64. We have Samwise Gamgee, James Bond, Monkey D. Luffy, Sidney Bristow, Mark Watney, Green Lantern, Sasuke, Siler, Captain Planet, The Genie, William Turner, Captain Steve Hiller, Eliza Thornberry, Salem Saberhagen, Katniss Everdeen, Ralphie Parker, Scorpion, GLaDOS, Spyro, Krampus, Ken, Chuck E. Cheese, Elizabeth from Bioshock, Geico Gecko, Porkchop, Miss Pac-Man, Little Caesar, John Arbuckle, Captain N, Jeeves, G.I. Joe, and Captain Morgan as the worst of our ultimate fictional characters. I'm good with that list. I am as well. I'm good. So let's move on to 32 through 17. Whew. All right, let's do this thing. Okay, it's going to get a little... This is going to get harder. It's going to get harder, but at least a smaller list. So yeah. let's pull out the bottom five. and the Bottom five? Yeah, so you just pick who, who jumps out at you who is like not good here. Uh, Beast? Yeah. Wet yes. Bandits? Yes. So these are all people who won their first match in their division, but then lost the second match in oh, the division. Man. This is going to get hard. <laughs> Beast and Wet Bandits, I totally agree. Uh, I would also say Old the guy? Old Spice guy. I would say Sora. Michael Jordan. Oh, from Space Jam. character of Michael Jordan, yeah. I would even put... No, I think that's it. I think that's I think it. That's it. Is that five? Yeah, that's the bottom five. Okay. Let's 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 not even order them yet. Let's just for for the heck of it try and separate this top section into like let's pull out who who do you pick your top three from Zach Bernard Starfire etc. Okay, I'm gonna pick. I'm going with uh, Sabine Wren. Okay, I would as well. I agree with that one. Oof. I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm throwing going Neville Zach in Morris. there. Yep. I feel Zach Morris is like, in, you know. Yep. Who did you say? I put Neville in. Uh, I'm also going to say Miss Frizzle. And uh, Simba. And how about we just throw number one in there too? And number one, yeah. Okay, so then let's see what this looks looks like. Oh my gosh, it gets even worse when we go higher. I know. <laughs> oh no! It's funny because it's like, oh well, there's a lot less to deal with, except they're more important. Okay, so we have sort of like a couple groupings of. Best to worst. This is the the middle sixteen. This is placement seventeen through thirty-two. So, yes. um, let's start at the bottom here. Beast, Wet Bandits, Old Spice Guy, Sora, Michael Jordan. Um, I would say Wet Bandits at the bottom. I think. They're I think so, it goes... they're so interesting and entertaining. Yeah, but then they like they want to go kill this kid, and they they become but, dumb. Yeah, but they're, they're like villains. Smart, but they're, they're villains. Dumb. But they're ent- like without the Wet Bandits, Home Alone is awful. That's true. But who would you put them? Like, you think Michael Jordan below them? I do. I think because Michael Jordan's just Michael Jordan. He's just like a cool guy, but like, yeah, I agree with that. They're so interesting. They're one of the most iconic villains in like all of. Yeah, that's fair. Um. Wow. So who's at the bottom? You said Beast too, right? Yeah. I think Be- if that's the case, I think Beast then Wet Bandits. Yeah, and then Michael Jordan. I would put Old Spice Guy. We kind of were into the Old Spice Guy. Yeah, I would put him above Beast, but below Sora. I agree. I'm with that for sure. Because Old Spice Guy, you know, you see him and you're enchanted and you're even still... I love those commercials. Yeah, they're fantastic. (laughs) 
And Sora, I think Sora at the top of that. Yeah, I put Sora, but I, yeah. Reveal your heart to darkness. Um, now, the middle section is always weird because this is where we might move some down. Right. So it's Bernard Lowe, Starfire, Donatello, and Pennywise, and Bumblebee. I would put Bumblebee. Donatello at the top of that list. At the top? Yeah. Like, I, I uh, think as he's... As in, like, closer to the bottom or at, to the best? I would, yeah. I think he's better than Bernard, Starfire, Pennywise, or Bumblebee. Yeah. Yeah, he's the He's the best Ninja I Turtle. I would honestly put Pennywise next. Oh, really? I think... Oh, and then Bernard. And really? Then you would put... I don't know if I can put Pennywise below Bernard. I don't know if I could do that. Yeah, but he's, but I also... See, here's the thing. It's because I also didn't do season two yet. So oh, if you man. think... And I'm going to leave this to you. If you, I, I would be okay if you believe that, that... I feel like... Bernard Lowe is a more influential character than Pennywise. He's like, what, I think what Pennywise man. does for horror is like... Bernard Lowe is like the... I, Bernard Lowe takes the the concept that they did for Gladys and they nail it. Like he's a character that's an AI. Like he, he really he, he's one of the most original characters I've ever seen in fiction. Yeah. Um. And that alone, and it, the acting is incredible, which is not necessarily about the character, but it does help bring him to life. Uh, I really only put him below Donatello because like he has just a limited reach because of his show. But I also think Pennywise has a limited reach. Like horror is big, but it's only so big. Yeah. Like I feel like like and Pennywise is like weird. Like he's he's that sort of like weird like. But like the but the lasting impact that Pennywise leaves on people of all ages, I think is like more timeless. You're saying that you know horror sure it has a limit, but like but does it? Because when you see clowns, you're immediately reminded of Pennywise. When you like that's why people are yeah. afraid of this. Okay, of this I'll give you that. I'll give you that. You know, like just right. it's, it's like a bad a monster doesn't mean I think he's more influential. You're right. I'll give it to you. Um, but then I think Bernard Lowe's next. Yes, and then it's interesting. Bumblebee is just like Donatello, but I would actually put him below because I just don't think he's as well of a realization. Yeah, he can't speak. You know? Yeah, I'm just kidding. This is really messed up. Uh, he learns to speak. Yeah, but I would put Bumblebee above Starfire. Me too. Okay. Uh, now the next person down will be Sora. So is Sora. Better or worse than Starfire? Better. Okay. So I think then, Starfire should be go lower than Sora. I think Sora... So then um, should Sora be above or below Bumblebee? I honestly think Sora should go above Bumblebee. I'll give you that. I don't know if Sora should go below Bernard Lowe. I don't think so. I think that's where he ca- he, he peaks. Okay. I'm with you on that. Okay. Um, And I would keep Starfire above Old Spice Guy, leaving the bottom how it is. Yeah. Yeah, same. So then we just need to figure out the top six. Sabine, Neville, Zack, Miss Frizzle, number one, and Simba. My instincts tell me to the the top of these. This is hard. Um, I would crazy. This is going to sound crazy. I think I might keep Simba at the bottom of that list. I agree. I think Simba is the weakest of them. There's some fantastic characters there. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> what, you know that's the tough thing about this part is they're all really good characters um, now. Yeah. Oh man, we have Zach Morris left. So it's for the top four, Zach Morris or seventeen through twenty one, right? Zach Morris. Miss Frizzle. Oh, this, uh, yeah. Left, I mean, to, to rank. Um, uh, who am I missing? I think Sabine's the best. Is number one up there? Do you, yeah. Do you think, who's better than Sabine here? I think Sabine's I think actually anyone. better than Zach Morris or Neville or Miss Frizzle or number one. I think number one should go number fourth, so 21st. Okay, so then if number one moves up, who's he's going after Zach Morris but better than Miss Frizzle? No, no, I Sorry. Like I think number one should be underneath, like lower 
Oh, got it, got it. Than those those other ones. Right. Yeah. So even below Miss Frizzle. Yeah, I, I agree. Okay. Would you put Miss Frizzle above or below Zach Morris? I kind of like how it is now. Let me read to you what it is right now. Um, it's Sabine, Neville, Zach, Miss Frizzle, number one, Simba. I kind of like, like it. I like that. I agree I like that. it a lot. Yeah, I feel um, really good about that. Only because, like, I just look at Neville and Zach, and even though Zach has magical powers just like Neville, he, I guess he has, like, like a time. time. He has a time turner. Um, <laughs> they're both kids that are basically in, like, a school and, and a high school, and I would say Neville had a better story there. A much better story, yeah. Uh, he wasn't a jerk. Yeah. So. I, I like this list. I like that a lot. Okay. Do we have our middle section? We have our middle section. Dang. Um, let let me. We'll uh we'll come back to it. Um, okay. I guess I'll just say what it was. It was Sabine, Neville, Zach, Miss Frizzle, Number One, Simba, Donatello, Pennywise, Bernard, Sora, Bumblebee, Starfire, Old Spice Guy, Beast, Wet Bandits, and Michael Jordan. That sounds great. Okay. So then now we have sixteen through nine. So who's going to be in the top? So now what's cool about this is the last two people, the two of these people are going to be considered our top 10. Yes. Um, these are all people who made it to division final episodes. So these are everyone who won their whole episode and then made it to their division finals, but they didn't win the division finals. So they didn't make it beyond anything. They lost their first match in the division finals. So we have Mr. Monopoly, Tails, Kevin McAllister, Avatar Aang, Kool-Aid Man, Desmond Hume, Nordurst, and Samus. I'm going to tell you right now, the top three are Desmond, Avatar, and Nora. Oh, Nora, yeah. I think Desmond, Avatar, and Nora are the top three. I would say Desmond at the top. I would as well. And then I I would put Avatar. I actually agree with that that top three. Literally, Desmond, uh, uh, Aang, and then Nora. I, I think... I think that's a strong top three. Like, those are three characters that honestly could have taken this whole game. They could have gone the distance. They're very good. Yeah. Um, so um, then I it's, would put Kevin at the bottom. I would too. Yeah. I think Kool-Aid Man is a more interesting character than Kevin McAllister. <laughs> I do too, man. <laughs> um, and I actually would put I would put Samus fourth. I that's and I'd put Tails next, then Kool-Aid Man. I couldn't agree. This was the that was actually, actually easy. Yeah. I, I agree with that fully. Desmond Wait, Avatar. We Monopoly. We didn't place him, did we? Uh, no. So, okay, Mr. Monopoly. We'll just start from the bottom and go up. Yeah. Better than Kevin. Yes. Yeah. Better than Kool-Aid Man. Yes. I think so. Yeah. Way more influence. Yeah. Better than Tails? Maybe. For the, for the, for like, I, I think he is better than Tails. Yeah. But for like, you know, not like he's a better person or anything, but no. he's, he's just a more iconic character. Yeah. Yeah. I would leave him below Samus because this yeah. is where once you get to Samus... Now we get into a character like Tails, Kool-Aid Man, Kevin McAllister only don't have enough story meat to like, that's why they didn't make it. Whereas Samus has enough of a actual fiction and history to the character that we could really discuss. Yeah. And that's where Mr. Monopoly is going to fall apart. I feel good about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, awesome. That feels really good. That so feels really we good. We have our, we're 16 almost there. Nine. Oh my gosh. So, so Desmond and Avatar Aang are, are number 10 and number nine in our, to- in our number nine and 10 in our top 10. So, Let's go through eight through f- characters, uh, eight through five. Mm-hmm. These are all of the characters who won their first match in the di- division final, but did not win their division. So they didn't make it to the quarterfinals. And it's Cardcaptor Sakura, Avatar Korra, Bugs Bunny, and Thor. I'm going to put Sakura at the bottom of that. Yes, I agree. Um, 
Oh man, this is now a it's one. very hard. Now it's tough. Now we're talking about Bugs Bunny versus Thor versus Korra. I love Korra as a character, but I think she should go next. Totally agree. Um, because she just doesn't have the influence or reach um, that Thor and Bugs Bunny had, and I actually think Bugs Bunny is a better character than Thor. Are we on the same page here? This is why I picked Bugs Bunny as my character to bring back next season. He is a great character. We didn't even really get into it. No, like, we, we didn't. I think I we kind of messed up on that. I think we got so excited about Professor X that mm-hmm. by the time we finished talking about him, it was like, oh, we actually kind of said everything that needed to be said about him. Yeah. And there wasn't anything else to go on, which is why he lost. Yeah. Whereas I think with Bugs Bunny, we didn't dig, dig deep enough. No. Um, no. And there's so much more to him. I, I think Bugs Bunny is absolutely... That means he gets fifth place in our season. That's really good. Yeah. And Thor's number six, like Avatar, Korra's seven. Like, that's great. Yeah. Uh, and then the final the final decision here. So this is who's getting third or fourth? Because we had four characters make it to the quarterfinals. These are all of the division champs, which were Doctor Who and Ash, but they got first and then second place. So it's is it Professor X or Sailor Moon? Man, you know what's weird? Going through this is fascinating going through this list because I'm looking at these final two, fourth, third, and fourth place for Professor X and you know and Sailor Moon. I'm like, there were better characters than them. Well, yeah, but that's like that's their that's division, the right? It's like yeah. it's the AFC and the NFC. It's yeah, like, well, exactly. It's like who cares who the Patriots are going to play because the other division is weaker. <laughs> right. That's so crazy. That's fascinating. I, th- I think that's really interesting. Um, I mean, but they are amazing characters. Keep that in mind. I think Sailor Moon's a more interesting character than Professor X. You do. I do interesting i feel like we did talk about all about professor x and like you know sailor moon is is a nobody who but i feel like sailor moon's a little one note but isn't professor x also that like isn't professor x also you know a one-trick pony kind of a thing well let's let's talk about it yeah let's talk about it matt uh who's gonna win in a fight professor x i think professor x will win in a fight i think she has more raw power but she wouldn't be able to yeah withstand his uh, attacks yeah i agree um I don't know if you could realistically argue who is more iconic. I, I can't. I honestly can't. They're both Sailor so Moon important. Is, is the show. They're both so important. And when you think X-Men, I honestly think if you were someone who's never seen X-Men, you think Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, right? maybe. Maybe. You also probably know who Professor X is. Yeah. He's, I would argue, easily one of the most iconic of them. He's also very iconic because he's like look wise he stands out because he's in a wheelchair and he's bald like he stands out amongst the the X Men in a in a number of ways because he doesn't look like a mutant he looks like a regular dude in a wheelchair yeah which is abnormal amongst the X Men because everyone else looks like strange and crazy I will give him that too and like the fact that he is a superhero in a wheelchair is really cool right and for like handicapped people like there's a hero that, i don't know. know i feel like his story is more interesting than sailor moon sailor moon is um a chosen one which again like i don't have a problem with if they do it the right way and in many ways i think that she's like a tropey version of the chosen one like mm-hmm. it's amazing like her story's great but i don't okay like Sailor Moon's just a teenager in school, like who is dealing with stuff that has to deal like with like saving the world and things. But she was like endowed with those abilities. Like Professor X was born as a mutant, and like the world is against him, and he's trying to like fight. Yeah. He's trying to fight that discrimination against them, and like help grow and like nurture the future of the world and the future of his people. Yeah. But he's also like not trying to go to war with them, and he's even fighting his own kind. He's fighting the other mutants who are going to war with like the non-mutants with the humans. 
I, I don't know. You're I think right. no, no, no. I think you're absolutely right. I just I think I felt like uh, even though we feel I feel like we talked about Professor yeah. X like like to his capacity. I think I was in that mindset, but you're right. I think he is a you're, he's a better character than yeah. Sailor Moon. I think Sailor Moon's great. I don't think she would have made it to the final if she had been in another division. But I, that's, I, you know, agree. Hey, I agree. I agree with fate that. Of the, that's the fate of the bucket, man. I agree with that, man. Uh, okay. So I'm going to read everyone the top characters. Yes. I'm going to go in backwards order. Woo, let's do okay? this. This is definitive. Starting, this is it. starting with the least ultimate fictional character. In number 64, we have Captain Morgan, then G.I. Joe, Jeeves, Captain N, John Arbuckle, Little Caesar, Miss Pac-Man, Porkchop, Geico Gecko, Elizabeth, Chuck E. Cheese, Ken, Krampus, Spyro, GLaDOS, Scorpion, Ralphie Parker, Katniss Everdeen, Salem Saberhagen, Eliza Thornberry, Captain Steve Hiller, William Turner, Genie, Captain Planet, Siler, Sasuke, Green Lantern, Mark Watney, Sidney Bristow, Monkey D. Luffy, James Bond, and Samwise Gamgee. That is number 64 through 33. Then mm. coming in at number 32, we have Michael Jordan, Wet Bandits, Beast, from Old Spice Guy. Beast. Yeah, from Beauty and the Beast. Good catch. Mm-hmm. Old Spice Guy, Starfire, Bumblebee, Sora, Bernard Lowe, Pennywise, Donatello, Simba, number one. Uh, here at number 20, we have Miss Frizzle, Zach Morris, Neville Longbottom, and Sabine Wren. Mm. And then our top 16. So this is the top quarter of characters in the season yeah we have kevin McAllister, kool-aid man tails mr monopoly samus nora durst and our top 10 in number 10 we have avatar cora number nine coming in is desmond (laughs) hume number eight we have card captor sakura Mm -hmm. number seven we have avatar cora number six is thor number five is bugs bunny number four is sailor moon number three is professor x Number two is Ash Ketchum, and the ultimate fictional character is Doctor Who, the Doctor. Yeah, dude. That's sick. Wow. Look at how many characters we went through. Oh, my gosh. That's the definitive list, though. That's it. That's it. That's the season one list. Matt. (laughs) Oh, dude. I feel feel something's coming. I feel a, a, a season of change. I feel a season. I feel awakening. Here it comes. Time to pull. People haven't gotten to hear this wonderful sound in like two months. months. Yeah, because we were doing the finals and stuff. The final. Here it is. We're starting the first four characters of Division One of Season Two of the Ultimate Fictional Character Podcast with special guest Stephen Ray Morris next week. The season premiere. Let's pull these lit names, man. And don't forget, if you want to add a name to the bucket, you can share on social media. And if you want to get in the Patreon bucket, you can check out our Patreon. That's right. The link is in our show description and on our Twitter. Yes. All right, man. Matt, <sighs> why don't you pick two characters? I'll pick two characters. You want to do? Why don't you read out the first and the third? I'll read out the second and the fourth. All right, Matt. Who do we have? All right, we have. Ooh, we have the house elf himself, Dobby from Harry Potter. Oh, yeah, I know, dude. That's a, a, what a good little house elf, you know. Well, he might not be creature, but he's going <laughs> up against a big old creature. Nice, King Koopa, what? number one stunner. You got Bowser coming in. 
What? Oh man, not the Dennis uh, Hopper version, right? Not the- no, 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 no. Oh, good, good, good. <laughs> uh, but then the winner of that is going to be going up against Phil, Bill Murray's character from Groundhog's Day. Oh wow, a real master of uh, time, Phil is. Yeah. Now we- the real question is, Phil was able to break the curse of Groundhog's Day, but can he break? a series of curses and unmask the true villain like Velma has time and time again from Scooby-Doo. Velma? Oh, no. Oh, I, I, ooh, that's tough. That's going to be a tough one. That's great. This is a great. This is already an incredible opener. That's fantastic. Well, I'm very guys, excited about it. Um, don't forget, you know, to listen next week for the season two premiere. And if you like the show, go ahead and leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, tell your friends, to leave a review. Really appreciate it. You can uh, let us know how you, how much you love the, you know, this list episode, this listicle at UFC pod. You can tweet at us on the Twitters and let us know your thoughts. But until next time, dude, um, we got a new season and we got a new 64 characters to go through. Yeah. So I'm t- very excited about it. We'll so- see if any of these characters are better than Dr. Who. Yeah. See if any of them can be the ultimate fictional character. That's right. And luckily, we got Stephen Ray Morris coming on to help us. Absolutely. So until next week, Hunters, we'll see you soon. See you in season two.